Wisconsin Watch is pleased to present audio versions of our investigative reports. Wisconsin Watch is a nonpartisan and nonprofit news outlet that investigates government accountability and quality of life issues. In this story, Wisconsin Watch reporter Jen Wang found evidence that prisoners in China's central Hunan province were forced to make Milwaukee Tool branded work gloves under grueling conditions, earning pennies each day. A supplier for Milwaukee Tool subcontracted work to the prison, two former prisoners said in separate interviews conducted in Mandarin. A self-identified salesperson of the supplier told Wang it manufactured the majority of Milwaukee Tool's work gloves. A regulatory filings confirm that the company was contracted to manufacturer Performance Gloves for a subsidiary of Milwaukee Tool's parent company. Full text reports of these investigations with visuals can be found at wisconsinwatch.org. If you enjoy our stories, please consider making a donation at wisconsinwatch.org forward slash donate. Chinese prisoners. We were forced to make Milwaukee tool gloves for cents each day. Original reporting by Jen Wang. Narration provided by Wesley Letham. Editor's Note In Chinese culture, people typically list their family name first, followed by their given name. On second references to Chinese people quoted in this story, Wisconsin Watch is using their family name. Day after day, over nearly five years in Qishan Prison, Li Mingqi walked the five minutes from his cell to one of several manufacturing spaces on prison grounds. The prison in China's central Hunan province houses political prisoners like Li, a renowned human rights activist who met with then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi during her consequential 2022 visit to Taiwan. Li, a Taiwanese college administrator, was convicted in China of, quote, subverting state power in 2017 and released last year. In an interview in Mandarin, with Wisconsin Watch from his home in Taiwan, Li said officials forced him and hundreds of other Shishan prisoners to work roughly 13 hours a day, seven days a week, with just a few days off around Chinese New Year. His pay? The equivalent of about 48 cents a day. Quote, I was like a robot doing work in the daytime and then returning to the cell at night, Li recalled. His tasks included cutting polyester fabric and sewing it together to make work gloves, producing at least 200 pairs a day. He said he knew the gloves were destined for the United States. He later learned about the company, whose brand was on the gloves, stamped with a thunderbolt and the word, Milwaukee. Shown photos of Milwaukee tool gloves for sale at two Madison, Wisconsin Home Depot stores, Lee verified four types of gloves he was forced to make. Free flex, demolition, performance, and winter performance. Quote, I can recognize the models and the logo of work gloves, 
Lee told Wisconsin Watch, quote, As long as I've made them before, I can recognize them. A Wisconsin Watch investigation found additional evidence that Keishan prisoners were paid pennies to make work gloves bearing the iconic brand of Milwaukee Tool, a company with a nearly 100-year history in Wisconsin. A supplier for Milwaukee Tool subcontracted work to the prison, two former prisoners said in separate interviews. A self-identified salesperson of the supplier, Shanghai Select Safety Products, said it manufactured the majority of Milwaukee Tool's work gloves. And regulatory filings show Shanghai Select was contracted to manufacture, quote, performance gloves for a subsidiary of Milwaukee Tool's parent company. Wisconsin Watch began its investigation after Chinese exile Xi Mingli, who now lives in Minnesota's Twin Cities, launched a Change.org petition in November to pressure Milwaukee Tool to stop sourcing gloves made at the prison. She alleges her husband, imprisoned human rights activist Cheng Wan, also has been forced to use a sewing machine to produce goods at the prison. She cannot verify he is making Milwaukee Tool products, but she heard from two former prisoners of Milwaukee Tool's production at the prison. A Milwaukee Tool spokesperson said the Brookfield-based company has, quote, found no evidence to support the claims being made about its link to forced labor. Quote, Milwaukee Tool regularly conducts a complete and thorough review of our global operations and supply chain, Carly Tyler, vice president of brand marketing, said in an email that did not answer specific questions from Wisconsin Watch. Thirteen shipments of work gloves from Shanghai arrived at United States ports since the summer of 2019, when Lee said he noticed Kishan prisoners making Milwaukee Tool-branded gloves. According to an analysis of customs shipping data provided to Wisconsin Watch by S&P Global Market Intelligence, listed as a co-signee for the gloves, Milwaukee Electric Tool Company. Those records end in 2020, but whether the shipments ended is unclear. Companies can ask Federal Customs and Border Protection to shield their names and addresses from published shipping data, said S&P Global spokesperson Catherine Smith. Quote, if Milwaukee Tool was sourcing from a foreign prison, they're in violation of Section 307, said Charity Ryerson, a human rights lawyer and executive director of Chicago-based Corporate Accountability Lab, referring to the federal law banning imports of goods made with forced labor. Milwaukee Tool's parent company, Hong Kong-based Tektronic Industries Company Limited, has a policy prohibiting the use of, quote, modern slavery and human trafficking. The Milwaukee Tool Legal Counsel in December told the Business and Human Rights Center that, quote, a thorough investigation of these claims was conducted, and we have found no evidence to support the claims being made. The company, quote, does not tolerate the use of forced labor. In February, in a response shared with Wisconsin Watch, DLA Piper, a law firm with offices around the world that represents Milwaukee Tool and Tektronic Industries, said forced labor allegations were, quote, investigated and denied. She, 
who is pushing the Change.org petition, has had little contact with Cheng since his imprisonment in 2019. She said her husband wrote three letters to his family in 2022 in which he opaquely referenced forced labor. In a letter to his sister last May, Cheng implicitly described excessive hours of forced labor by citing two lines from a poem by Tao Wanming, one of China's great poets. Translations go like this, quote, I rise early to clear away the weeds, till, ho, on shoulder, I plod home with the moon. She said she aims to ease the slavery-like conditions endured by Cheng, who was arrested while running a Chinese organization that advocated for victims of discrimination. Wisconsin Watch interviewed an additional former prisoner who claims Milwaukee Tool is profiting from forced labor at Kishan Prison. He asked to use the pseudonym Zhu Lun to protect his safety. While incarcerated at Kishan Prison, Zhu remembers making all types of work gloves Lee identified and another Milwaukee Tool branded model, Winter Demolition. Quote, Everyone knows these things will be exported to America, Zhu said. Quote, we stitched labels onto every single pair of gloves. Labels do show the address. The label attached to one pair purchased by Wisconsin Watch reads, quote, engineered by Milwaukee Tool, professionally made in China. And it includes the company's website URL and Brookfield address. Zhu said many prisoners developed eczema in hot and humid conditions at the prison workplace. Lee said he now has allergies which his doctor blames on the clouds of fabric dust he inhaled by, while working in prison. Lee and Zhu independently identified the name of the supplier that outsourced work to Kishan Prison as Shanghai Select Safety Products which advertises its own line of gloves. Lee said he heard the name from the prison police and also saw it on purchase orders. Zhu recalled hearing the supplier's name from a prisoner who worked in a warehouse stocking gloves. In August 2015, Shanghai Select Safety Products signed a $1 million contract with Tektronic Trading Limited, a subsidiary of Tektronic Industries, according to a 2018 initial public offering filed with the Chinese National Equities Exchange and quotations. The contract was later renewed, and the Chinese manufacturer was contracted to make, quote, performance gloves for Tektronic trading in 2017, the IPO shows. Also, in June of 2015, Milwaukee Tool introduced a new product, Demolition Work Gloves. The next year, the company launched three more models, FreeFlex, Performance, and a fingerless version of Performance made of the same polyester fabric. Quote, For the next two, three, and four years, you'll continue to see me up here talking about the new, latest, greatest gloves from Milwaukee a Milwaukee Tool product manager announced at a 2016 event. Milwaukee Tool has continued to expand its product line 
to add gloves with dipped coating and goatskin leather work gloves. In February, this reporter sought to purchase Milwaukee Tool branded gloves on Taobao, China's version of Amazon.com. Two third-party vendors told the reporter they sell work gloves that suppliers rejected as defective. Shanghai Select Safety Products was one of such suppliers. Posing as a middleman for an American buyer, this reporter separately contacted a self-identified Shanghai Select Safety Products salesperson. Quote, We're making the majority of Milwaukee-branded work gloves, the salesperson said in a text message. The salesperson shared a catalog that identified Shanghai Select as a glove supplier for Milwaukee Tool. She believes Shanghai Select Safety Products outsources to cut labor costs and subcontracts portion of work gloves orders to the Qishan Prison Corporation. China's government prison enterprise system requires provincial governments to pay for prison operations. The government-run prison enterprise contracts with private businesses for prisoners to produce goods, generating revenue to run the prison. Qishan Prison contains about 2,900 prisoners. The same prison corporation runs 11 manufacturing spaces within that compound. Examining satellite imagery, Li and Zhu each pointed out the buildings on prison grounds where they made gloves. These long, rectangular workshops cover more than 80,000 square meters. Their metal roofs are brightly colored, often blue, but sometimes red or black, according to satellite image. Concerns over the use of forced labor in China are rising in the United States. A 2021 law prohibits importation of all goods from China's far western Xinjiang region due to the rampant use of forced labor. Qishan Prison sits outside of that region. Since the 1990s, CBP has issued 60 active enforcement actions related to goods made by prisoner laborers, with two-thirds against Chinese goods. China in recent years has faced scrutiny related to the use of forced labor of Uyghurs, a largely Muslim ethnic minority group whom Chinese officials have forced into re-education camps a move the United Nations has said could be considered a crime against humanity. Ryerson of the Corporate Accountability Lab said the new regulations and scrutiny should prompt American companies to reassess and better monitor their supply chains. Quote, if you are so far removed from the supply chain that you are unknowingly sourcing from a Chinese prison, you are actually not keeping up with the rest of the industry, she said. Peter Rickman, president of the Milwaukee Area Service and Hospitality Workers Organization, said such exploitative conditions stem from corporate executives who chase profits at the cost of the working class. Milwaukee Tool reported $8.1 billion in sales in 2022, mostly in North America. Quote, maybe Milwaukee Tool is ignorant of it. Maybe they are surprised themselves, Rickman said. Quote, 
but that doesn't lessen their responsibility for ensuring, wherever their production facilities are, that workers are treated with dignity, respect, and humanity, and are paid living wages. Forced laborers at Kishan Prison get reimbursed monthly depending on the complexity of the task, ranging from 20 to 31, or $3 to $43, according to Li and Zhu. In Wisconsin, some prisoners work in state-owned correctional industries and facilities. They get paid 97 cents in per hour on average, according to an ACLU analysis. That equates to a monthly wage of $155 under 40 hours a work week. Over the past decade, American customers have found notes in the products hidden by inmates who make Christmas cards, paper bags, ornaments, or garments in Chinese prison labor facilities. Released prisoners claim they were forced to produce goods for renowned brands. In the summer of 2019, Lee said he noticed too many inmates pivoting away from other work to sew work gloves for Milwaukee Tool. He said the following year he became part of the production line of hundreds of prisoners. Lee said the 90-plus hour weeks they produced Milwaukee Tool Gloves violate China's laws and regulations, including Chinese Ministry of Justice guidance to limit prison labor to 40 hours per week. The guidance also states prison labor products should be sold only within China. But Chinese law prohibits work refusal by incarcerated people who have the ability to work. Prisoners can be sent to solitary confinement for refusing work, not working hard enough, or, quote, intentionally destroying tools of production. Quote, everything we know about the prison system in China indicates that prisoners do not have any meaningful choice in terms of engaging in labor, said Nicholas Beliquin, former Asia-Pacific Regional Director at Amnesty International and a visiting fellow at Yale Law School. Quote, there just is no evidence that prisoners can refuse to work, and so to that extent, that would be considered slavery. Tektronic Industries Company Limited, Milwaukee Tools' parent, says it uses compliance tools and third-party auditors to ensure its 2,825 direct suppliers, including 1,165 in Asia, comply with its policy against modern slavery and forced labor. Quote, The supplier relationship will be terminated if major compliance issues are not corrected to meet set standards, the company said in a 2022 environmental, social, and governance report. But self-regulatory tools used by many in multinational companies are flawed and often unable to detect forced labor, research shows. For a 2021 book, Professor Sarosh Kuruvila, a labor policies expert at Cornell University, examined more than 40,000 factory audits from 2011 to 2017, spanning 14 industries and 12 countries, including China. He found 45% were based on unreliable or falsified information. Audits in China were unreliable more than half the time. 
Lee Chiang, the founder of the New York-based non-governmental organization China Labor Watch, said suppliers falsify information in multiple ways, such as faking data related to workers, products, and salaries. A 2018 study co-published by the University of Sheffield found audit systems tend to focus on the workforce of first-tier suppliers and neglect subcontracted portions, where the risks of forced labor are highest. The study argued big brands squeeze suppliers by imposing short-term contracts, penalties, and fees for late or low-quality orders while demanding razor-thin margins from the bottom of the supply chain. Pressure to balance their own books and fear of jeopardizing contracts pushes suppliers to deceive auditors. Lee said subcontracting is common in China, especially for suppliers who cheaply fulfill orders from American buyers. Under these circumstances, the suppliers outsource part of the order without necessarily recording it, he said. Quote, when a supplier is placed to produce 10,000 pairs of gloves, but subcontracts half. It is too hidden for auditors to find out during an on-site audit, Li added. Back in Taiwan, Li continues to speak out about his years in Qishan prison. He calls forced labor a menace to human rights and global free trade. Quote, I certainly feel that I have the obligation to prove the thing happened here, Li said. She said she suffers from, quote, survivor guilt as she lives relatively comfortably in the United States while pushing to improve conditions for her husband in China. After Chinese officials arrested Cheng in July 2019 on subversion charges, she and her three-year-old daughter were placed under house arrest for 180 days on suspicion of financing his activities. She said five Chinese security police officers interrogated her after she posted the family's struggles on Twitter, threatening to take her daughter away if she continued posting. That prompted she to flee to the Twin Cities, where she plans to keep pressing Milwaukee Tool to stop benefiting from forced labor. In fact, she and her attorneys are gearing up for a lawsuit against the company for the use of forced labor. Quote, we hope Milwaukee Tool will acknowledge it, apologize for it, and stop it, she said. Quote, we won't surrender. Original reporting for this story by Wisconsin Watch reporter Jen Wang. Narration provided by Wesley Letham and music by Claire DeRosa. If you enjoy our stories, please consider making a donation to support our journalism at wisconsinwatch.org forward slash donate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.